direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios. Honey, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your host, that fine-ass Chris Thayer, that beautiful Steve Hill, and that big hunk of chunk of meat, Ron Mills. Woo! Mama's hot up in here. Let's get this party started. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast here with your host today. Steve Hale. And I'm Ron Mills. Chris Thayer is on assignment in New Orleans, I assume being washed away by a hurricane. Uh, <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Todd Pemble is, uh, once again, uh, I think he's learning again tonight, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing that whole... Learning like thing. a betterment or something of that right. nature. Yeah, good yeah. times. Uh, we got a special guest host with us tonight because Steve and I didn't want to just turn this into a mutual jerk off. Uh, <laughs> so we brought in a uh, a friend of the show, uh, writer, director, actor extraordinaire, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Michael Eastman. Hello, hello. Uh, Mike is also the worst magician I have ever met in my life. Longest magician? <laughs> uh, no, sir. <laughs> I've seen you naked in the shower. That is not not something I would go with. Wow. What have you guys been doing on? You know? Well, at, we're actors. Steve, oh. Okay. So. So yeah. it's like, you know, right. it, it's, have you ever seen Rome? Yes. It's just like that, but with everybody 50 pounds heavier. Oh. So anyway, <laughs> so, so anyways, uh, Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, Hey, so what, what, why are you here? No, <laughs> no. Cause apparently I'm Chris tonight. So I'm going to talk about iZombie and, oh. uh, social justice oh. and all that kind of thing. Boy. <laughs> and social justice, no less. Good times. And this election season, we've brought in a, a special man to be more bitchy than Chris. <laughs> are you on, are you on Facebook? I am on Facebook. Oh. And I bitched out Chris on Facebook. All right, dude. Yeah. I, li- I like him. <laughs> Already, <laughs> right? awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, Mike's always been sort of my, uh, uh, we've never had a situation where we were like completely like devoid of hosts, but you were always like my next bench player up, essentially. I'm all, one day Todd won't be available or he'll be like, you know, killed in gang crossfire or something walking down near RCC and I'll need somebody. And it was always Mike Eastman who was going to be that next one. I'm always the backup, backup, backup guy. That's right. That's right. Not with just us, but with women as well. Oh, I know. God damn, man. You guys have a relationship here that I don't don't know of. Mike is, Mike is, uh, okay, so you're inappropriate, right? Yes. So, but you're inappropriate in your own special way. Thanks. I am also highly inappropriate. But when Mike enters the room, the two of us turn into a comedic inappropriate uh, tandem. We make enemies. We do very quickly. <laughs> oh, that's cool. People don't appreciate dead mom jokes. Apparently, no, no. And having sex with that dead mom, <laughs> they don't <laughs> squares, dude. <laughs> you're right. Fucking squares. So Mike is uh, uh, Mike. Mike and I have been uh, writing partners for a long time. So oh, okay, it's like cool. one of those things where we're we bounce off each other real well. What, so let's let's write. Partners and bouncing off each other, like we're talking about, like writing on paper. Yes, and we're not like, like writing. Honestly, like you know, I've known Ron for a long time now, and Ron has like like a dozen different lives because, like, when I come to his Christmas party or like when he got secretively married, like I look around the room and I'm like, who the fuck are all you fucking people? You know, I mean, he is. It's a pretty strange mix. Oh yeah, uh, I heard know. the stories about the uh, the wedding. All the theater people showing up in droves. Oh no, it wasn't like that. Uh, I mean, Mike Mike couldn't come because they had a show that night, yeah. uh, and so they swung by afterwards. But they they literally did not know what was happening. And at an intermission of the show, they're checking the Facebook and Twitter feed. Uh, people are messing. He's like, "It's a wedding! It's a wedding! Get <laughs> right. here!" And I'm like, "We have a show. We can't tell the audience like, let's move the show to the wedding." Well, and then there were some other people who were kind of like. You know, Ron has a fucking birthday every year. <laughs> I'll catch you next year, homie. You know? That's and why I kind of figured, too. And like, then they missed the fucking thing, and they're like, 
Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. I live close enough by where we're going to swing by at least afterwards. But yeah, we, just, yeah. we just thought it was like a cool little party. Okay, it's going to go late. We'll, we'll swing by. And it's, and it's cool because we basically, what ended up happening is like uh, all you guys were went home after the wedding because you had been partying for three to four hours. And Mike and a bunch of our actor friends uh, showed up at like 10.45 when yeah. we shut down at 11. And they all came back here and we partied till three in the morning. That was so. kind of like, like our Halloween party. Like we would have everybody party till about midnight or so. And then... The second wave of people who were working at like the haunts and stuff right, right. would be getting off, and they would be coming over in full costume and makeup and shit. Still, and I'm like, oh, great, you know, here's 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 second wave, and then it's three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, y'all, time to go the fuck home. All right, actor people, <laughs> take some booze with you. When the lights know, come on, you I know, to go I know home. how yeah. the actors like to like their booze. Oh, you got to If there's free shit, we'll take it. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Having so. parties for actors is like the worst because they're the motherfuckers that show up and they... <laughs> sorry, Elena's commenting from the other room. <laughs> uh, so the idea of like they show up and it's like, you're like, oh, yeah, man, I've got this great spread and I've got all this beer. And they're like, man, I brought beer. And it's like, oh, you brought a fucking 12 pack of Bex. Thank you. <laughs> Who's going to drink that? Like, right. Well, I bring the Mike's Hard Lemonade. So, Well, I appreciate that. Cause you, women, someone has to. Women need drinks. Exactly. So. Mike, hey, with our Halloween party one year, you know, we have it catered and stuff. I had two people show up. Who I don't think they'd seen fucking food in like a couple of days because they just walked right in and said, "Oh shit, food!" and they just sort of like laying waste to the food that we had on the table. And were they like, like musician actor types? Uh, more like a hanger-ons to the musician actor types. Right, the you hype know? man. They were the hype man. Yeah, for, you know, for a low-level like, band that doesn't have, doesn't pay. You know, they're also like, you know, hey, uh, is there anybody? Can you give me a ride home after this party? You're like, fuck oh, off, those man. fucker people. <laughs> yeah, I want to stay, but I can only stay if someone gives me a ride. Right. Anyone? Anyone? Because <laughs> I want to stay. Uh, I had a bus pass, but come to find out, they're not running at uh, one in the morning on Saturday. <laughs> the worst is when you get somebody <sighs> that comes like. Uh, oh man, I came out like I took the bus from LA, and it was like I'm like it's like midnight. You should have left earlier, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> like I'm sorry. I'm sorry the party's not still jamming at like two in the morning. <laughs> like people peter out at a certain point, you know. So, yeah. but yeah, man. Um, uh, Mike is uh, uh, he's an old friend. I met Mike on uh, we were doing a Shakespeare show like a. It's been at least a decade ago. Yeah, it's been a while. And uh, we were both in the cast together, and uh, it, we just like we had us and another guy that we became friends with because we weren't the on- we were the only non assholes like think <laughs> in the show. Um, and the three of us just caused trouble for the entire. And I mean, there were some other people that we liked. Oh yeah, definitely. Wrong, but we definitely oh! we definitely uh, this uh, show is at the Pacoima Players Playhouse. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but yeah. no. Uh, <laughs> But, but basically what it ended up happening is we just became friends, and then I think we've done at least a dozen shows together at this point. Oh, yeah. I think we've written least. a couple. and Yeah, Mike is the magician who uh, uh, we did a, a, a like a, a pub night thing, uh, and it was very it was a lot of improv but scripted, and uh, I'm the MC of this bit, Steve, and so I'm forced to stay on stage during the entirety of the show and look oh. interested in fucking everything that's happening and keep the show moving along. Kind of like here. Right. Um, but, the, <laughs> but the problem is, Mike, like the entirety of the rehearsal process, it was essentially when the director would get to Mike's portion, she would go, and Mike, you do your magic trick, and then we move on to this next bit, and I was like, oh, cool. Well, no one told us that Mike's magic trick was going to take 25 minutes. <laughs> 
<laughs> it wasn't. It was like maybe twelve. <laughs> right. It felt like two days. All right. Well, I also picked the Hobbits one person have, out of the Hobbits audience. Hobbits have gotten to Mordor quicker than Mike fucking oh, did his magic trick. I picked a person out of the audience who just wanted to play way too much, uh, and I was not experienced enough to go like, "All right, it's my show. Give it back to me." Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Was the orange trick? You know, yeah, yeah. Take a dollar bill. Yeah. Cut it up, and then it disappears out of the envelope, uh-huh. and then you have someone else pick a card and. It's going to take 10 minutes to even explain it. But right. yeah. <laughs> Shit comes out of oranges, things switch places. Oh, okay. I tried to overcomplicate an original trick. Uh-huh. And it nice. was, uh, it was. I mean, it was not a bad trick. It's like, not at all. But, dear God, going, <laughs> literally, and this is a, a visual cue for our podcast, but me sitting on the side going, oh, 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 that, oh, oh, cool, oh, very, oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> For 25 minutes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, I, the, and it was funny because that was the first year we had done that together. And then the next year I was like, now is Mike doing a trick that I have to sit through for the next hour? Or like, yeah. <laughs> they didn't bring us back next year. Was that the, that no, was a, we came, the next year we went back and then the year after that they didn't bring us back. We did it two years ago. Did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because the next year was the year that you and I were like, this script isn't really funny. We're oh. going to just do whatever the fuck we want. And then the microphone fell out on stage. And... <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, good time. So, all right, guys, we got a, <laughs> we got a lot to talk about between the three of us here tonight. Um, so let's start a little bit uh, with uh, the return of Ash versus the Evil Dead. So, uh, weirdly, out of everybody at the table, uh, Steve fell off of Evil Dead halfway did, through man. season one. It just seems so forced. Yeah. You know, I mean... Uh, because Army of Darkness is very subtle. Well, right, but to me it was like, it was it was it's a quiet little like, movie. Yeah, it, it was it was the 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 crown jewel of, of the three movies, and it just felt like after that, like with the show, they're just like, you know, what was really cool, like when we did that in, in Army of Darkness, like let's do that again, like they'll love that. No, I don't. I, don't. Oh. I just, I'm just not fucking feeling it. There man. was, there's so much good in the first. See, the first you know? season, it reminded me a lot of uh, Drag Me to Hell, uh-huh. where it's scary when it needs to be. Like it's like, oh fuck, like this is actually like psychologically freaky right now, and like crazy visuals, um, but also really silly at times, like the talking goat and uh, Drag Me to Hell, mm-hmm. and they had a lot of wacky shit going on in uh, Ash vs Evil Dead. Yeah. So it had a nice balance of like things being creepy, but also being kind of that silly kind of tone. But yeah having the the weight there when it needed it to be right the new episode for season two didn't feel it yeah it felt very wacky felt like a three stooges it felt very much more army of darkness than evil dead and and it's hard to make horror comedy and really hit it like they did with army of darkness and even you know evil dead 2 not so much evil dead 1 they were trying to make Horror. That was unintentional. You know, <laughs> yeah. One. Well, you know, it, yeah. at the time though, the reason when they're when they're crushing the deadites in the first one, yeah, yeah. and it's all these weird colors because they would have had an NC seventeen, right? So the That's green why they and... made it all that weird shit coming right, out of right. them and stuff, you know. Um, and then you, you, you're still making a horror movie with the second one, but this now we're we're getting a little funny. You know, and and it was working really good. The third know? one's not even a take on a horror film. I don't feel it's a take on like the sword and sorcery kind of. Yeah, it's and very much like that early '80s, like uh, Conan the Barbarian. Well, like Conan the Barbarian or fucking uh, what's the uh, uh, the Tom Cruise movie? It, I have Legend. A, I have like a, Legend. I have a friend. Yeah. I have a friend who was one of the special effects guys um, on that. I could I could show you some pictures of the Deadite Army that you'd be like. 
I can't believe that this is real. This was on screen. I oh, mean, yeah. it's really bad Just costumes. Just gold on they, sticks kind of thing. It was bad, man. Well, there were some. There were literally some actors who were like holding like half of a mannequin thing to like increase the numbers. Oh well, yeah. If you think about you know, it, they it did was, that all in wide shots. It was all in big wide yeah, shots and then yeah. close-ups on Bruce Campbell as he's like Sally Forth, you know. <laughs> and then, oh, but, but even in the second one, you could see um, you could see a big split up Henrietta's back. The scene, oh yeah, where um, Sam Raimi's brother, yeah, yeah. was in the suit, and right, stuff, right, know? right. I mean, so they're kind of known for that, but you know, it had its funny stuff, and it was like really slapstick. And then to me, man, when, with the with the TV show, it was just like, I don't know, man, it, it, it seemed lazy to me, and I just was kind of like, man, there were a couple of like I me- get, I get it, Bruce, you're, you're. Well, that Bruce guy, has never been the know? strongest comedy writer. If you look at some of the stuff he's done on his own, like Man with Two Brains, and uh, uh, that's a terrible. Movie. Some of those original <laughs> works that Bruce has come out with, they've uh, been really cringy. Bu- uh, Bubba, Bubba Hotep. I like Bubba Hotep. I like Bubba Hotep. There but was then, some good uh, stuff what was the one that? he just recently? Oh, my name is Bruce. Uh-huh. That one is a little bit like you have to love Bruce Campbell in order to get through yeah. that movie. Hey, well, and I don't have a problem with that. I just, for me, it's like the the Ash versus the Evil Dead, and this is this is why I'm like. At some point, you will go back and watch them. Yeah. I know you. Yeah. You will at some point. And yeah. you'll go, you know what? These were fun. But I, I think what ends up happening is it's too much of a good thing. When you think of Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness, that's four hours worth of entertainment. Because Army of Darkness is 84 minutes. It's oh, not yeah. even a long movie, yeah. you know? Evil Dead is like 81 minutes. These are very short films. And suddenly now you're doing 10 hours of the same shtick. Yeah. And at a certain point you're like... Well, they're only half hours, so it's only five hours. Well, fuck if it didn't feel like 10 at spots, you know? But not every <laughs> not every episode in that sort of format is going to be a winner. But there are some fucking brilliant ones in the mix. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I love the one where they're like in the... Uh, the bookstore and like they're trying oh to summon God. the demon. That one's like one of my favorite it's ones. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go back Halloween night after we've taken the kids out and like do like a marathon. Dude, on the, uh, on. the season finale as well with the little kids. Oh yeah. And then uh, uh, what they have like uh, like she births uh, uh, these kids. It's essentially uh, Xena ends up being the uh, creator of the book and she's like an immortal of sorts. Uh-huh. Uh, and so she births these little demon children that okay. are fucking creepy as hell they like have no eyes it's just black where the great eyes are make, great design great design like and then they have sort of like a ridged skull thing uh-huh. around here and they're all jagged teeth you they know? can become shadows they contort yeah so yeah. really fucking creepy like like mike said creepy when it needed to be creepy and then it was weird because when we meet them again they're like grown up a little yeah right? and ashley remarks like oh your kids grew up fast <laughs> which like i could take that kind of stuff but then uh, like in this recent episode we see a direct callback to when Ash fell in the pit. Yeah, and then I don't mind that, but then it went by so quickly, and then she shot around her, and then, of course, the bullet holes all spewed blood on her, which is like, these were great moments in, like, Evil Dead 2 and the bullet hole, but it took its yeah. time. The yeah. creepiness was, like, na- you know, ratcheted up bit by bit by bit until it became absurd. I think This happened so quickly, it's just absurd. I, I think some of the stuff you've got, got to look at, first off, is they're shooting television on a television format, 
it's not like a movie. You don't get that time to like really tweak shit and like really get into the editing room and like break it down. Like this is different. It's a half hour TV format. Well, then pull a gag or two out and take your times with the other gags. I'm sorry. The fucking best gag of the night was the the tiki. Like <laughs> like who's gonna buy the who's gonna buy the drinks when we're done or the greedos when we're done? And he's like, I am. And why is that? Because I'm Mexican. I think that's a little racist, don't you? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's actually my favorite character. Uh, he's great. Like it's funny because. It, it, uh, a part of me really enjoys the the dynamic between the three characters. Yeah. And weirdly, I could do without the girl. Yeah. Like, I, if it was just the Hispanic guy and Ash, like, running around, like, having adventures, like, they'd be fun because it... It's because you're, you're a man and you're just showing your misogynistic... <laughs> Speaking you of know. that, I saw the or Ghostbusters. Whatever, or whatever I, the fucking narrative. I finally watched the Ghostbusters remake, Steve. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. It was not good. And no, it had of course not. nothing to do with them being women. It was just not good. You know what, man? And I've, I've talked about this before. I think we've talked about it on the show. I, had, I didn't want to see that movie, and it had nothing to do with them being women. Nothing. Exactly. I find uh, the two, uh, two ladies that I'm familiar with uh, very funny, and I like their movies. Um, I, I don't weirdly, know. Weirdly I don't know. The least funny part of the movie out of the four of them was the two people you know. Uh-huh. Because to me, Kate McKinnon uh, was the funniest part of the four of them. And then I love Leslie Jones and stuff. Yeah, I heard she like stole the movie. I still haven't seen it. I've just now, seen is, clips. She's on, she's on Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah, and the yeah, two see, of them I are both on Saturday Night Live. And, okay. and it's like Kate McKinnon is like her, because she's sort of like the Egon character. If yeah. Egon was a little more off. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but like the, uh, what's her face uh, from Bridesmaids the two from Bridesmaids yeah. I just their stuff was alright it was flat most of the time Kristen Wiig always kind of has that feeling for me where she's kind of see just, I like her because of that. I like her in the dry humor but it just seemed like the whole movie was kind of like relying on that uh, that improv we're all going to mutter things under our breath and just kind of keep talking until something just off color and weird comes out and it's not really funny it's something we'd write down but yeah. oh look we're being wacky and it's like just keep talking yeah. like we'll write a setup write a punchline yeah it just it was yeah. the thing that killed me at the end of the day Steve was it's like one I, I watched the uh, the Ghostbusters the real Ghostbusters cartoon growing up you know mm-hmm. This was more cartoony than that was. Yeah, so, oh, really. Yeah, and and that was one of the things as I'm watching and, and Elena's walking in and out while I'm watching it, and and I'm laughing at spots because it had moments. There were legitimate moments where I'm like, oh, this is funny. Well, yeah, I mean everything. It, it's kind of like our discussion about some of our prequel movies. Uh, there's <laughs> there are always going to be those spots where you'll get a chuckle out of, or you go, oh, that's kind of cool. But on the grand scale of a whole movie, you're like. This fucking sucks. Yeah, you can't have two good jokes and then two bombs. Right. Yeah. Just, you know? that's, that's, I think, with, with this movie, it was... And then the plot made very little sense. Like, as you were watching it, essentially the, the plot is there's a guy and he's opening portholes that are going to somehow release all these trapped ghosts. And, so, and then they kill him halfway during the movie and then he becomes a ghost. But yeah. it's like his motivations, his reasoning. It just like, and then it was that idea that we just talked about with Ash, where it felt forced in spots. Yeah. Where you're like, I'm not, I do not buy into this world in any way, shape, or form. And in the original Ghostbusters, it was, and I hate to say this in that, but it's like everything that people bitched about when they saw the prequels, and then they turn around and watch like the original movies. I'm all. The original Ghostbusters was gritty. I felt like I was in New York the whole yeah, time. You know, yeah. I'm like I could buy into everything that the was in, happening. The entire world of the, the original Ghostbusters was very real. 
Yes. And these four characters played everything so subdued, but they were still grounded in that reality. They were right. kind of wacky, but they were still existing in the real world. You could buy. You, you're like, I know this guy. I know. I know Dan Aykroyd's character. But to character. me, they, know, they, it, you know. they all fit like what you would expect out of a New Yorker. Right. You know, what, and that's why number two didn't work is because everyone kind of was in on the joke, and everyone's kind of having their own deadpan reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Like the second Ghostbusters doesn't work as well as the fr- and I think it's like maybe it's just one of those things where that movie is like lightning in a bottle and we're never going to recapture it and we shouldn't try. Right. Because this new one it was like nothing about it like worked as a whole for me. It was campy. Um it was over the top when it necessarily shouldn't have been. Um there was like two or three scenes where it was like like we're it were like building Ghostbuster weapons and I'm like I don't care about this like i don't need a montage of weapons being built and shit like that i just like tell a good story and that's not what and, we and, got. and i believe their whole plan was was let's go ahead we're gonna remake this movie all right soft reboot that's but, the new term yeah <laughs> soft reboot um and it's gonna suck just like every other fucking remake we've tried to sell these people poltergeist etc let's yeah. goes on and on so you know what we'll do Let's get four funny women. That'll stir the internet up. That'll get people fucking talking about it. And it did. It, it exactly as they had planned. Yeah. If they had not, if they just given a remake to four ordinary fucking dudes, funny guys, whatever, whoever's hot on Saturday Night Live, it'd have been like Jonah Hill. We probably and... wouldn't have. You know, it would have gone. They said this movie sucks. It would have been was, uh, everything. That... Everything was the, everything was the same. Just changed their genitalia. Nobody would have talked about this movie, and it would have gone right into the basket with the rest of the fucking other remakes. It would have been that movie, The Watch, with like Ben Stiller, where they're yeah, like the neighborhood watch who discovers aliens. Oh yeah, it's, you wouldn't have given I don't a think shit. Ben Stiller was in that. It was Vince Vaughn, no. and uh, no, it was Ben Stiller. I think Vince Vaughn, Ben Stiller, it was Vince Vaughn, Jonah Hill was Ben, ben Stiller. Was Ben Stiller yeah. in that? Yeah, because Ben Ben was he was the straight right. He was he was he, played the, ben he was the straight man. You know. <laughs> I, you I'm hear he sure just came out. Uh, he had prostate cancer. I saw that. Yeah, and he, he was on Howard like, talking about was, it, dude. Yeah, he yeah. survived that. He was like, yeah, so, two years ago, I had prostate cancer. Good for you, Ben. Way to go, man. But anyways, back on topic. <laughs> uh, um, yes, get your prostate checks. That's our topic. Absolutely, for forty years old, man. Check your butthole. Get That's up right. there. I already have two fingers. <laughs> Woo! That was a surprise. Uh, anyways, but yeah, had they just gone ahead and got those same guys, same jokes, same script, everything, nobody would have given a shit. No, they'd have gone right. Pass. There would have been no internet chatter about it. They knew what they were doing. They they've been selling us bullshit for a hundred years. They know how to do it well, you know. And that's what they're trying to do with these crappy soft uh, soft reboots. Yeah. Now you didn't like the new weapons because that's one thing I've heard about some people who said like it was okay. I did like the new weapons. I like. I didn't. I didn't need entire sequences about like. I I've never cared how the fucking ecto pack happened. Like <laughs> and that was cool about it though. You know they're like. They just We're showed up nucle- with these nuclear weapons. We're wearing nuclear accelerators on yeah. our back. I wish we would have had more test time on but them. And that's look- all we needed to know. <laughs> like some of the other stuff, it felt very James Bondy, where it was like, like she, she's like, oh, I've got this one, and it shreds ghosts. And I'm like, you literally, like, two scenes ago, couldn't fucking catch the ghost and didn't know how, and now you figured out how to shred them? Like, I, they're just certain, I, there's like moments where I could not suspend my disbelief enough to buy into what I was watching. So. It's what we've made fun of Chris for in the past of needing to hold the audience's hand and walk them through every single thing. 
how did they make it? Why did they make it? Yada, yada, yada. You know, that's why we have prequels, because they said, oh, we got to know what they were like when they were 16. <laughs> or we got to know what's, where the what's de- wrong with them how, being 25. How did they get the Death Star plan, Steve? That should be a movie. <laughs> right. we, we shouldn't we shouldn't care about the fact that they have a whole fucking movie about blowing the damn thing up after they retreat. Let's let's find the plans. Well, blame the Internet for that. Oh, we all like we love things so much. We want to get more and more of it. Um, I mean, I was watching. uh Another website was doing this big thing where they were reading all the different facts about Darth Vader's suit. And they were cracking up because it's pages and pages and pages about the material it's made out of, about each button and what it does. About Like in the fantasy world or in real life? In the the world of Star Wars, yeah, so it's all made up bullshit. Yeah, and it's just like people, it's like Galaxy Quest when they right. had the whole plans. To- yeah, and like they want this stuff so badly that obviously someone's going to feed them. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, you know, over the years, you know, they've written, you know, dozens and dozens of Star Wars books. I mean, everybody in the cantina, everybody in Jabba's palace, in the books, they all have backstories now. They all have names. They all have stories. um, Because we had to feed that, like, who was that guy? What was he doing? You know, oh, he was a spy. Oh, he was an assassin. Yeah, so, I, I'm sitting here smiling because I literally, if you look to your like side, I, th- that is a whole row of Star Wars role playing books. Right, <laughs> that is nothing but information about side characters and yeah. creatures yeah. that don't fucking exist. Well, look at Boba Fett. <laughs> Everyone loves Boba Fett, and so why? we had to I figure out why. When you really think, because he looks it, fucking cool, man. He looks fucking cool, yeah. and that's why we hated Darth Maul because he's a he looked cool, hunter, but he had man. no substance. But yet we love Boba Fett because <laughs> he looks cool but has no substance. I'm just gonna say, it, Boba Fett is the worst bounty hunter in the fucking galaxy. You. Suck, Worst. sir. Fucking terrible. I'd you rather have. Suck. I'd rather have Bandage Man and fucking that's, his name bug is Dengar. IG and that's fucking and that's fucking, and that's fucking, fucking Walking Vibrator and like all them come out and you. I'd rather see their fucking adventures than worst bounty hunter ever. You son of a <laughs> bitch, you. Hey, Vader talked to him specifically and said no disintegration. He did. He did. Fan theories think that he was the one who actually zapped. Uh, Luke and Luke's uh, parents or uh, his aunt and uncle. I-, I could buy that. Yeah, because stormtroopers have seen them shoot. <laughs> that's a fan. I don't theory. think they could have. Well, we've also maybe... seen we've also seen the damage an E eleven does exactly to rebels in the beginning. I mean, they shoot them and they it's fall over. Mark. Right. Nobody was disintegrated. Nobody was melted like that. You know. My fan theory is that the stormtroopers showed up and one guy like slipped on a banana peel and was like whoop 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 and then he shot his laser and freaked out and then all they all started just shooting and then they accidentally set like a, a, a stack of rags and on there were fire. banthas running this way. <laughs> Blue milk is flammable. Shit. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, of course, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so it, and then and Uncle Owen got caught on fire and the Emperor was trying to pat him out. Ah, and then yes. It, it's like that scene from uh, San Andreas. I mean, he was the only <laughs> fucking. The he was the only the bounty hunter to go. You know what? Maybe we should check the trash. Huh? Pretty smart. I've seen a lot of movies, dude. He was tailing them way too close. It was a little close. And by the way, Han- like fucking starships don't have rearview mirrors. Can we talk about that? <laughs> like, like you're like, is there anything behind us? No. <laughs> Listen, they were still they were still using like earpieces that plugged into a phone jack. Our, our iPhones don't even do that anymore. So. This was a long time ago. They didn't, have, <laughs> yeah. they didn't have Bluetooth a long time ago, Steve. Right. <laughs> Han Solo's like, I, I had Bluetooth in here, but we couldn't yes, get it there are many. There are many who believe that he is such an overrated character. I just think he looks badass. No, and I think I, he looked better in I, Empire than he did in, in Jedi. Jedi, his backpack looked like a fucking carnival of paint colors. Well, maybe he was down in fucking Rio. In, and in, like, in, the, in Empire, it was more... Uh, 
muted the green. Yeah, it was a lot cooler. Well, I'm currently building the costume, so that's why I think it's fucking cool and wrong to fuck off. I, I, I'm actually just giving Steve a hard time. Because he knows, knows I love Boba Fett. Everybody knows, I, anybody that's listening to the show knows that I like to rile Steve up by misnaming Star Wars characters that I know the names of. Dengar. <laughs> like, Zuckus. Like fucking IG-88. Bandage Man. And, uh, <laughs> bandage Man. That's so good. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, but uh, I, look. I this first episode of Ash vs. the Evil Dead was not my favorite. It had some nice moments in it once again, um, but it wasn't the best of the run. I'm so. looking forward to it because I think we're going to be in his hometown for the entire season, for, which, at least for a good portion which of it. I really love the fact that he they went to Ash's hometown in episode one of season two, yeah. and everybody hates him. <laughs> well, he's the guy who <laughs> killed everyone in the woods. He's crazy Ashy, who, who slashy Ashy, slashy Ashy. There you oh, go. Oh, okay, yeah, he was blamed for the murders then. Yeah, well, and he admits right. to him. He's like. So yeah. I guess someone else killed your girlfriend. No, no, that was me. I guess someone else cut off your hand. No, that was me too. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, he's all, this is Ash, who, uh, who, who killed all his friends for no reason. He's all, wait a minute. I did kill my friends, but I had a really good reason. <laughs> like, I'll, give it, I'll give it another shot. Probably Halloween night. And we get to see Ash's song. dad. Oh, it's fucking the $6 million man, dude. Steve Austin? Yeah, isn't that it? It's a, it I was, don't right? know. Yeah, shut up, dude. It was $6 million man. Steve Austin is Ash's dad. No shit. Yeah. That's awesome. I was like, yes. So, all right. Uh, let's let's transition. Um, uh, it's Halloween time, and especially- Favorite with, time I, of the year. Uh, yes, of course God it damn. is. Uh, I, I apologize that this episode does not have the Halloween lead in on it. We I, will have spooky music on the next one. We do, because Chris is gone in New Orleans. Uh, I can only assume being raped by ghosts. Um, uh, like his, you do. Yeah, well, that's what happens in New yeah. Orleans. That's what I'm familiar with. Um, on your ghost tour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, we uh, we have a segment that we're gonna do now, and it's called "How Would You Survive It." All oh. right. So the the we've done we've done sort of this concept before. I'm excited about this. Segment. I am too. It was a, I think an interesting idea. So we basically have had a long, long time ago, in like episode like nine or ten. Uh, when Walking Dead first came out, we had a discussion about what is your bug out plan for the zombie apocalypse? Because if, funnily enough, Steve and I both had a bug out plan for the zombie apocalypse. Chris is dead. And Chris is definitely dead. Definitely dead. He is he is deader than dead. Yeah. So especially with all them women, I, I just like there there's no way he survives <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. So um, but so let's talk uh, and I'm going to throw out some scenarios to uh, and Mike, by the way, is a giant horror guy, Steve. So oh. the two of you guys physically as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you guys will like this one. All right, so my first one. The scenario goes thusly. How would you survive a vampire takeover of your town? Oh, shit. First of all, go down to the GNC, get some garlic pills. (laughs) Vampire takeover of your town. I mean, it's hard, you know, it's hard not to just, like, want to join the team with this one. Well, you know, like, hey... I'm cool. You're cool. Just, <laughs> just bite give me. me a little bite. You know. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to like. You know. I, I don't. I don't know if I'd want to survive as much as I would want to just get in on that one. That's cool. I mean, fuck, dude. Sleep all day, party all night. Isn't it fucking great to be a lost boy? <laughs> now remember, old school vampires were the actual inspiration for zombies. Yeah. And so, like that. If you watch The Strain, I'm, I'm loving The Strain. I love the books as well. So it's not like a whole like, oh, I'm gonna go seduce women at night, like basically you become an ant in an ant colony. You lose your soul, you lose your mentality, you become just a drone who's out there at night 
working for still, the queen. Do we still get to party all night? There's no partying. Oh, shit. Well, we're not you doing, just eat and poop. We're not doing the strain <laughs> because that's more. Uh, that's going on more than the next one we're going to do. Uh, okay. So, But let's say it's like uh, more like when we think of vampires, like a vampire coven, if you would. So think like a Dracula and his peeps sort of vampire where there's like Lost Boys, where there's a main vampire. I mean, if I have to, dude, I mean, we're, we're going down to the church. We're getting the super soakers. We're loading up with holy water. <laughs> right? I'm strapping on the fucking red bandana. And I'm gonna stake those fang bastards, dude. You would you would think, by the way, the concept of the super soaker in holy water, I would think finding a priest. Like just like we need a priest on the team right now. Yeah. Oh, I'd be like I'd Unlimited be like, ammo. Yeah, anything he blesses, he's like, I'm gonna bless your Mountain Dew and it's gonna become holy water. And I can just piss on the zombie or the, the vampires. <laughs> dude, if he blessed your penis <laughs> and you really had to pee, do you think that would work? That's a super soaker right there. I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh and the, I mean I I'd have a padre in fucking toe, man. There you go, man. I mean we got how can we lose? I got fucking God on my side, man. <laughs> That'll you know? be the only time in your life you'll ever say right? that. Oh yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> For sure. Nice. Steve Hale finds God. Uh, do you have anything else you want to do? I'm good with vampires. Dude, by the way, that sounds like a Hallmark movie <laughs> in a world where one man loves Satan. Uh, what, what was that one fucking vampire movie with uh, James... Uh oh, shit. James Spader? This? James Almost? No, not Spader. Edward James Almost? When he was like, it, he's man. like, vampires, I'm going to teach you calculus. <laughs> calculus, Holmes. <laughs> no, no, maybe. No. Well, they can't add because it looks too much like a cross. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, never mind. Uh, <laughs> James Woods. <laughs> James Woods? Yeah. James he's in a Woods. vampire movie? Oh, uh, yeah. Dracula, uh, Wes Craven's Vampires, right? Yes. That's oh, it. I remember, remember that they, movie. They're kicking in fucking doors. I love the opening of it. in their asses and then. They had Drag to them out. a wench and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like exterminators, basically. It started off badass, and then it kind of went yeah, after yeah, that, yeah. you know? But, but the opening of that movie's fantastic. Oh, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. They, uh, that's, like I said, they, they, they find a whole old barn full of... Right, right. Uh, f- ...full of vampires, man, and then after that, they go back to their hotel, and they're partying it up and shit, and then... Like the head honcho comes and just like levels their asses, right, right. dude. Like open the door and just like cuts a fucker right in half with his hand, that, that's dude. A, that's a movie. It's funny because there's so many movies where you watch like the first like 20 minutes and you're like, this movie's fucking awesome. Yeah. And then because I felt that way about uh, when, when I was sitting in the movie theater watching Land of the Dead and I'm all, this is awesome. There's people living in a world where they basically have the zombie apocalypse under control. Yeah. Like they just go out and they fucking collect and they use fireworks to distract. The this is yeah. great. And then I'm all, oh, but the rest of this movie sucks. It really goes after that, <laughs> dude. You're just like, oh, shit. But yeah, in the beginning, it's like, man. Great idea. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm fucking in on this. Yeah. And then you're And it like, looks like fun. Oh, yeah. You're like, dude, look at this. This is good times, man. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, conversely, you other movies that like suck up until the very end. And then you forget about how much they suck up until the end. Like I remember Dirty trying to, I remember trying to show hey, my hey, girlfriend. Nobody at the time, puts baby in the corner. That's why that right. movie's awesome, dude. Because you're like, no matter what, you're like, dude, they're having the time of their life right now. I'm and I've never felt this way before. I remember trying to show someone uh, the Howling. Oh, howling. The Howling. The The last great twenty movie. minutes are great. great Go back and watch the rest of the movie. It's Nothing not happens. So yeah. I for until they get to the barn like, at the I'm, end. You're on right. My, on my battle jacket, dude. I've got I've got a smiley face from the um from the the serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a pretty dope. I wore movie. that all during Comic Con. I love it. On my jacket yeah, since yeah. Monster Palooza. The Halloween two with the kangaroos. 
Halloween two, Halloween. not Halloween. Halloween. Uh, Howling two. Oh, Howling two. In the Outback, right? Dude, yeah. Have you ever have you ever watched fucking American Werewolf in Paris? Dude, that's a great film. You sir, go no, no, no. The other room. London, <laughs> London, Sorry. London's a good was film. Phenomenal. That's when they do Paris the was one. like some sort of weird when ass. They do bungee jumping transformation. Wear <laughs> baboons. I don't know what these fucking things were, but man, they weren't fucking werewolves, dude. dude. But you know what? So. The problem was that was a soft reboot as well oh, of a beloved yeah. franchise because right American Werewolf in London's fucking great. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Another one that was funny in subtle ways. Um, His dead friend the, is hilarious, dude, right? I mean, nothing. But it was funny, man. Yeah, Jack, you look like meatloaf. Like when he's sitting in the fucking <laughs> the movie theater, yeah. you know. Um, the special effects. Groundbreaking. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, they won an Academy Award. I got to see movie. some of the original heads uh, when I went down to Universal Florida. Mm-hmm. They had some of the original transformation heads for oh, that's cool. the transformation. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, so next next scenario. Well, I Sorry. Can't, I was going to do werewolves as my next God one. But damn, on another one, I'll join the fucking I, team. I, man. I already know Steve's answer. He's Everything is like, like okay. I want to join the fucking team. I mean, that'd be fun. All right. So I've got another one for you. Uh, we're going to go with Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Ooh. Ooh. Now, there's a scary fucking scenario, so yeah, how dude. Do you, how, does, how do you survive Invasion of the Body Snatchers? I shoot everyone in the face. <laughs> Including your family? You got to watch those little fuckers, dude. <laughs> you know? But see, you need numbers on your side. Because if you go up like, and live in the middle of the woods, like you'll be great for... A time. But then you come back out of the woods and the entire society has fallen and become this alien colony. Pretty much. Damn man. So how a, do you, how do you survive invasion of the body snatchers? God damn. Man, you're really you're really catching me with this one. I don't know, dude. That's a scary. Like I find that to be a scary movie. Well, dude. It's, uh, to me, it's like the concept. To me, it's like the thing because you don't yeah. know. Of, I yeah. don't know who is real and who is not because right. I I personally think like the thing is a no win scenario. Right. Like there is no unless you can find a way to kill the monster, and I'm pretty sure you can't. Because it can split up into different parts of it. I mean, the self. Quaker Oats dude had it figured out. He was well, like, we're all you know going. what? You know how you should have known it was he was ready to die all along because he obviously had diabetes. So it <laughs> was <laughs> Wilford Brimley. Do you diabetes. have diabetes? <laughs> so he had diabetes first. That's how you years. kill it. <laughs> That's how you kill him. Right. Diabetes. So no answers on that one. No plan. No plan uh, out but of either I mean, of you guys. It, how do you fight it? Like you said, you need the numbers, and obviously, it, it, all it takes is one to slip through. Right. And it's not like a bite. No. You know, you, it's not detectable. And man, they're talking to you just like we're talking here. Right, right. And man, you don't know. Until... You got to set up some kind of like real quick little quarantine area. Yeah, and start I don't testing people. I don't think there's any fighting it. I think you're, we're just doomed. Okay. I think, I Especially because they get you when you're sleeping. Like, we all got to sleep. It, right. Yeah, it's got for us. yourself. <laughs> oh yeah, brother. <laughs> Monster. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, all right, so I'll give you an easier one. Uh, this one's a little bit simpler. Mummy attack. <laughs> how do you survive a mummy? How do you personally plan to survive I'm a mummy attack? I'm gonna set this son of a bitches on fire. Walk briskly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're gonna walk quickly. You're gonna I'll set, set him on fire. fire. Frankenstein's monster attack. Oh, see, the, actually, he's like indestructible. Right. Yeah. So let's say let's. I'll set the scenario for you. You live in a small town. Say you're up in the mountains, like a Running Springs, Big Bear, like small area. Uh, and, and do the you, buildings look like solving? Yes. Thank and you, you <laughs> cannot get out of there. You are snowed in. Okay. And a Frankenstein monster attacks. How are you going to survive? I put a mirror on my door. It'll confuse the shit out of him. <laughs> Fair enough. I like that one. 
I gotta come back to fire again. I mean, look, he yeah. acts like an asshole whenever you fucking light a bick. <laughs> you know? Oh, fire! And starts running around, dude. I mean, all you have to do is, like, keep the torches lit. Wouldn't and... you think just setting a, 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 a tor- bunch of torches around the house would just set you up? Well, is this Karloff Frankenstein monster or that, novel? Only, that's the only. There's no other Frankenstein. No, it's the fucking I Frankenstein. I Frankenstein. <laughs> yes. Aaron Eckhart Frankenstein. <laughs> No, of course it's the Karloff Frankenstein. Well, maybe, I don't know, like, I love the fucking novel, excuse me. The novel, look, the novel Frankenstein is fine, but he's literally like an indestructible monster, so. Yeah, yeah that's why I was like, you know, he's more intelligent. Well, they even, yes. even in the movies, well, yeah, he's definitely more intelligent. But he still even, attacks in even the in the too. Even in oh, the yeah. movies, like, you know, like, they thought they burned him, and he was actually just down in the water, they froze him, I mean. Then he met Abbott Costello. Right. <laughs> and he still survived that. Yeah, so. So what you say is when you, you're like, hey, Frankenstein, who's on first? <laughs> no, no, he's on second. Who's on first? <laughs> <laughs> Writes itself. Comedy gold. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next scenario. The three of us go camping. And oh, we just happened shit. to have rented a cabin up at a lovely lake. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat you and kill you. That's that's probably the plan. It's not eat, kill, fuck. That's not what we're doing here. <laughs> okay, damn. We are, uh, uh, we are there with a bunch of uh, sex crazed uh, teenagers and are attacked by a. They are 19, right? Mask. 18 and 19. Yes, they're they not, not. They're not 13. They're not 13. Okay, thank God. Teenagers. Thank you. Uh, uh, how do we survive a Jason slash Michael Myers Holy attack? Holy shit, the horny chicks are going first, man. Well, they have to have sex first. Yes. So we nominate one of us to have sex with the women, which we all know isn't going to be me. It's going to be Steve? It's yeah. going to be me. So I'm going to have a gangbang. So the all, four of them will die first. Chicks. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> I'm smoking pot. I'm fucking drinking. I pushed the fucking handicapped guy by the fucking lake. <laughs> Thought it was fucking hilarious because I was like, this guy could fucking walk. I know he could walk, fucking, fucking gold, gold bricker. bricker, right? And uh, I've, I've banged all of the hot 19-year-olds. 19 year they were all legal. By the way, we had this discussion last week. It seems like no fucking way. 19-year-old girls are annoying as fuck. I yeah. don't... Listen... Talk, you don't want to fucking, talk. you don't want to talk to them. You just want to bang them, okay? And then go away, you know? But now that I banged them, I'm on the dead list. I, I'm not making it out of this scenario. I do just you, know do it. Do you have a specific uh, weapon or plan that you would use? Because I know we've all watched Friday the 13th like a million times. Yes. And at some point you're like, man, why don't you just do blank? Why don't you fucking high caliber handgun to the fucking head or shotgun and blow this fucking thing's head right off, man. Like, why are you still trying to hit him with that? Your answer is better aim with the gun. Better aim with the gun. Get a shotgun. Blow this guy's head off. Stop dicking around with your fucking garden tools, (laughs) you know, and just really level this guy. Fair enough. Uh, Mike? My thing would be trying to get him captured in some way. Not just, like, knocking him down and running away. Like, knock him down tie him down like harpoon him or something and then start to dismember his ass i like that so it's like cutting off his arms cutting off his legs so it's like you can come back but you're not be able to walk after me right if anybody is wondering how jason and the rest of the guys do what they do check out a movie called behind the mask if you have not seen behind the mask you're really missing out on how jason gets to where he's going right why you always you know you think he's dead but he's really not. They they put a lot of planning 
That's a lot cool. of work into it. It was the so it's a uh, like a documentary. Out. Starts off as a documentary on how they do what they do, and then it turns into a horror movie. Nice, nice. and it is fucking good. I ended man. up watching this. You told me about this like two years was ago. Was it a second chance movie? Yeah, we did it or was like right? forever yeah. ago. A lot of. If you fun. haven't seen it? I'm gonna go check it out. Check it out, man. It's really fucking good. You will not be disappointed. All right, cool. Last one. Alien invasion, and I will allow you to choose your specific type of alien invasion. Ooh, so, man, I mean, where, I mean, could it be alien? Like it could xenomorphs? be. You, you I can mean, have xenomorphs. I mean, could you it can be have signs aliens? I'm going with signs because it's water pistol again. <laughs> I mean, could it be? Could it be those? <laughs> could it be those fuckers from uh, They Live? Ooh, um, that's a good one. I, I, I mean, like right now, I think they're here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I put the glasses on. Yes. And these assholes look like fucking hamburger meat. <laughs> right? You're, You're okay. Thank you. But you look like shit. You know? So. That's where Chris is this weekend. He's at the convention for aliens. Yeah. They got all this blue skin and these big ass eyes and he, shit. You get fucking look it. Look it. N- the next debate, record it. Pause that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, you put the glasses on. And these two motherfuckers, dude, and it's gonna are, say "obey" underneath yes. each of their signs, now, dude. You when you put it on like Fox or CNN, all that ticker tape crap on the bottom. Oh shit, that's full of it, dude. Reproduce. I like it. That's you why know. she was amazed by the balloons because oh. gravity works differently. <laughs> <laughs> or look at that! Look at that! Yeah, man. I mean, this is a t- this would be fun because once you find out who these fuckers are, do we just you just blast fools? I mean, you know what, dude? I want to just go out and fucking. I want to shoot these fucking ISIS assholes in the face and clowns and aliens. <laughs> what the fuck you is know? going on with these clowns? You know what? Honestly, you know? listen, I've heard the whole clown thing for about the last two months. Smaller blips. Not like it has been in the last 48 to 72 hours about the shit, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. It's been nuts, dude. And it's crazy. And it's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some pretty cool videos. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's spooky. I like that. I, it's, but the <laughs> problem is, at this point... Somebody is going to be shot. Yeah. Like, we are... I mean, that's even better. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for this, man. Dude, when a clown dies, a puppy loses its vagina or clown, something like that. Clown, I don't clown lives matter. Clown lives matter, man. <laughs> oh, Hashtag. <laughs> all right? <laughs> but some of these videos, like, if I'm driving along, dude, and you're like, like, hanging out on the side of the road, like, I'm not stopping to take video. You best not be in front of my car. You best not be in front of my car. And I'm not even afraid of clowns, but that's freaky as fuck. I'd like to thank social media to starting all these new urban myths yeah and, and the people who are helping accelerate these things well you, you used know? to see on the you know, online all these prank videos all the time of like people dressing up as clowns in like the middle of like dark alleys and freaking people out and it's like this got out of hand and now people now it's not just people with like prank funk, you know cameras it's people just like oh let's just do it for fun to freak everyone out in the town right but then there's consequences you know everybody and everybody's looking listen clown lives there's <laughs> There's people out there. They're they're dying to make a viral video. Oh they want a million hits. They want a million likes and all this other bullshit. Speaking you know. Of clowns, there's a great short documentary called. Uh, there's a great short documentary called Whiteface. Okay. And it treats cra- uh, clowns like they are from like their own nation, and they're immigrants here to America, and they are like performing in their native face. Oh. And they all speak like this made-up language of squeaks and honks and whatnot. <laughs> the and only it's like this 15-minute documentary. The <laughs> only thing I've been thinking about in the last 48, 72 hours about the whole clown thing is if, man, you got to watch uh, Shakes the Clown. Oh it's one God. of the best clown movies ever made. About Stitches. 
Stitches? You haven't seen Stitches? I don't think so. Huh? Is that like a sci-fi clown? No, or? it's a uh, it's a killer clown movie. Uh-huh. But it's very very fucking clever. All right. It's about this kids party clown who the kids are all assholes to him. He trips backwards on top of the uh, dishwasher that has the birthday cake knife sticking straight up, and it kills him. Oh, okay. So this kid, uh, one of the kids at the party is traumatized by it, hates clowns. He's now 18 years old, never had a party. His friends decide to throw him his 18th birthday party, um, and that brings the clown back. Uh-huh. And there's like a clown crypt, and the clowns have their own secret society, and... It's wacky and fun. Like, he pulls a rabbit out of some guy's throat. He makes balloon <laughs> animals out of another guy's intestines. I, I think I've heard of that it's part. It's fun. Yeah. All right, I'll have to check it out. I, th- like I told you, Mike loves horror movies, and he likes fucking bad. I've never watched more bad do horror watch, movies than I've Do you watch the, ho- the sci-fi crap? I just can't I do don't. It. No, no. I don't watch those. I don't like corny crap. Yeah. I like clever. Yeah. Because, I, honestly, I don't like being jump-scared. It doesn't scare me. Psychological scares is what gets me. Like, you know, I love the first Dead Snow movie. Oh, yeah. And the second second one's not good. Not not good at all. The first one's clever. Because the first one, you're like, I could buy... Once again, I can buy into... This is a goofy-ass concept, but I can buy into it. Well, it it was like I was... You know, me and Todd always argue about um, Feast. And I love the first Feast The original's great. I thought it was really fucking a really good horror movie, you know? And then after that, they said, oh, hey, let's go fucking total goofball with it and make right. it fucking stupid. With yeah. midgets and mariachi bands yeah, and robots. You know, and, and I just was like, meh. You that's because that's what Todd's into. He wants to fucking watch Six String Samurai and dumb yeah. and fucking House yeah. of a Thousand Corpses oh, or whatever hey, 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 and, and hey, hey, dumb hey. shit like I that. I like House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, yeah, no one's perfect, Steve. <laughs> oh, you fucking fucker. Dr. Satan. <laughs> Dr. Satan! Chris Hardwick, dude, at his best, man. Oh, my God. Come that movie's on. unwatchable, oh. dude. It's got, hey, uh, I'm going to go check out uh, 31, uh, I think, next week. Uh, or is it the week after? What He's is doing, that about? That's Zombie's new horror movie oh, oh nice. so cool. you know it's the same you know we got a group of people who are trapped by a bunch of psychos and they're gonna get cut up with chainsaws type thing. girlfriend's in it sounds original <laughs> wife sounds- wife absolutely uh, he doesn't do anything without sherry <laughs> not <the laughs> sherry moon let me fucking tell you dude it, man somebody's got their balls in a fucking in a trap that's called being smart. Let me just put it at that. <laughs> yeah, you know, Tim Burton is pretty good about putting everybody he's banging at the time into his movies. You know, Lisa Marie and then Helena Bottom. And- Speaking of people that put their wives or children in everything, did you ever see Yoga Hosers? I haven't yet. Did you? Fuck no. I watched it. Yeah. How was it? Um. <laughs> I. I. Uh, have we not, lost Kevin Smith? No, actually, it's the opposite. It, this movie is not for us, like in any way, shape, or like form. Like I said, it, to me, it looked like they said, you know what? Like his daughter said, you know what's really funny, Dad? Have you seen Adventure Time? Yeah, they, it's a movie, and for they made like a live action yeah. Adventure Time movie. Like I've watched Adventure Time, and I don't fucking get it. I'm like, this is stupid. This, I, I just. Yeah. Like, there's weirdly no cursing. I'm not laughing here. There's no cursing in the movie? Mm-hmm. Like, every time somebody curses, it's, like, bleeped over with, like, an emoji? Oh, I thought they were just doing that for the damn Facebook. No, it's a kid's movie. It uh, reminds me of kind of like when Robert Rodriguez shifted. Yeah. And, like, now I'm talking about before Shark Girl and Lava Boy or whatever. Like, Spy Kids. Yeah, because Spy uh-huh. Kids was a decent movie. It yeah, wasn't great. sure. It wasn't great, but it was decent. It was, it was all right. fun. Fuck you. <laughs> 
al Antonio Banderas. He's like, oh, yes, I have come to be in your movie. Because I only talk in one way, like this. Like Desperado. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello, I am a man that plays a guitar. I am also a cat in boots. <laughs> I I did not see Spy Kids. It was before I had more kids, so I was like, I didn't watch that shit back then. Right? It, look, it's out. not bad. Um, right. But with this movie, it, it's like weird because it has all of Kevin Smith's sensibilities, and it's fun and like for long stretches. Um, but it also it's like it's very it feels very much like Clerks, but aimed at millennials. Like, yeah, it, it's like, and I hate fuck millennials. Well, so, that's because you're an old man, and you're yeah. like, get off my lawn. And oh, they suck, dude. <laughs> they suck. And, uh, my daughter would be considered a millennial, right? Yes, yeah, she I would. I love you, D. You know I do. I, but everybody else, all your but friends. I hate your friends. Fuck off, dude. So how would and, you survive a millennial like, invasion? I tell you what. There dude. we go. How would you survive a millennial invasion? I would just have to say, I would just have to speak. <laughs> And they would fucking start crying. They would roll on the fucking ground and they would cry. That's what they would do. They would be rolling around looking for a fucking, what do they call it, a safe space because of my racist, white privilege, misogynistic, whatever the fuck. I said a bad word and it makes them, their butthole tingle. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with these kids, man. Is that what that feeling is? They need to sack it the fuck up. So yeah, I would just have to talk. That's how I would defeat the millennials. Nice, nice. You know? Um, so Steve but yeah, I'm serious. Like, I have some of her friends on my Facebook, and I fucking don't like any of them. I'm like, fuck, unfollow. Fucking unfollow. Oh, just unfucking friend. You, you can't know? talk that way, old man Hale. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, and that's when they want to start getting fucking lippy, but you know, fucking face to face, I'd smack the fucking taste right out of their mouth. You little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like so sincere yet insincere at the same time. It's so great. Well, were we talking about aliens? So anyway, I'd be like fucking, oh no, you did not shoot that green shit at me. So you want ID4 aliens. Oh man. It, How do you survive an ID4 alien invasion? Dude, I would get... um. I'd get fucking Randy Quaid's fucking ass, dude. So you're Randy Quaid in this equation? No, no, no. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him in the fucking plane, man. And I'm just going to send him as the human bomb in them motherfuckers, dude. And just, we're going to, it's win-win. We got rid of the aliens and fucking Randy Quaid. Uh, I've thought about this one just a little bit. Regardless of the alien invasion, if we know anything about biology, it's that aliens cannot handle bacteria. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to fear the walking dead it, and I'm going to rub shit all over me and just go and hug <laughs> aliens everywhere I go. Because I think that would be the way to defeat them. Because they're going to they get start, sick. They, and they start like... like uh it's like a snail with salt on them. <laughs> right. And they just start bubbling up and just kind of pour out there of there. In that vein, shells. I will learn how to suck alien dick. <laughs> I, either I will disease them and give them all STDs and they will die, or they will keep me around and I'm good. So Mike's going to defeat the alien horde with herpes. <laughs> I, I actually, at the end, Or be by becoming their gimp. At the, at the end of the War of the Worlds remake with Tom Cruise... That's a um, great movie, by the way. That boom. Uh, I kind of like that sound effect. It's kind of cool. But at the end, when like the the fucking the walkers like hatch opened up, like all this yellow pussy shit comes right, out. Dude, right. <laughs> Something about that scene I loved. I was like, I got you, fuckers. <laughs> and Morgan yeah. Freeman's like, and that's how he exactly. became. Exactly. And it, when it kicked into Morgan Freeman, I was like, we just won the fucking universe. Thank you. Goddamn human race. Now, that was a prequel to, to Dolphin Tale, right? 
<laughs> That's exactly what it was. Okay. Exactly. Uh, All right. So let's transition. That was a fun, uh, fun segment, yeah, you guys. Uh, uh, that's a part of our Hallow- our month full of Halloween theme stuff. So Ooh, we'll do we'll do some more spooky. Halloween stuff next uh, next episode. And I I can only assume Chris is going to be gone forever. So maybe Mike is going to replace I, I'm Chris. I'm telling you, dude, he's going to get. He's gonna get mugged in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna take his his satchel, <laughs> his man bag or something, and uh, he's gonna be like, "No, I play jazz. <laughs> <Right. laughs> I'm a jazz man." <laughs> oh, It'd be just like that. I could see it now. So, uh, all right, guys, we have been going on way too long. I think this is gonna end up being a double episode because uh, we got a lot to talk about here still so let's wrap it up right here and then we'll come back in and continue on so uh, uh, once again uh, I'm uh, throwing water on aliens I'm sucking them off <laughs> I'm uh, sleeping all day and partying all night that's a vampire nice nice and we hope you guys are having a nerd life crisis Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blues Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis.